What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. We got a, a guest, guest today. today. We got a guest, guest today. today. Y'all, I'm so excited because I feel like... We haven't talked about these topics in a long time, mm-hmm. and we have been dying to have somebody who I feel like is an expert, an expert. to talk on the things mm-hmm. that we love to talk about. So we have <laughs> the beautiful, the smart, Talitha Troop in the building. Hey. Thank y'all for having me, lovely ladies. Thank you, Thank you for joining yes. us. And yes. you got pleasure. your Valentine. Yes. I had to get my Valentine on. Yes. You, know. <laughs> you, uh, you look good, girl. Yeah. Let me just say that. The I was trying to keep it. up with y'all. You know what I mean? Yes. I was trying to you keep up amazing. with... Yes. Set the tone. Okay, <laughs> so give them an introduction so they can know who you are. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm Coach Lee. I am a hypergamous dating coach and business strategist. Okay. I help single ladies meet high-value wealthy men mm. and build their business mm. with okay. his wallet. Okay. Period. So... We got, we got some icebreakers, you know, that we want to talk Let's about. Do it. So you said a high, high, what is it? Hypergamous. Hypergamous. Dating and business strategy. Okay, so what is a hypergamous? Okay, so in every country except for this one, of course. Okay. <laughs> women are brought up to find a man that can hunt fish and build a house, figuratively, right? Okay. And so, you know, in every other culture except for this one um, here in the United States, Every single daughter is raised to, like, look for a man that can protect and provide. Mm -hmm. And so here, for some reason, it's frowned upon. Mm -hmm. I I blame the men. But regardless, it's it's frowned upon, right? Right. Even some ladies are like, why would you want a rich man become a rich man? Well, first of all, I am rich man. Period. Um, And and secondly, it's no matter who or how you date, Mm -hmm. no, who want a broke boy? Nobody. You ever signed up for a broke boy? No. But But you had one, though. I don't have one. And I ain't going back. Never. It's not a place I want to be. No, no, it's not fun there. So I will say this, because I agree with that. I've said that before as well. I feel like every other culture, you know, they literally raise their daughters to marry well. Like, they want them to be taken care of. Absolutely. They don't even move their children out of the house until, you know, they find the perfect. Correct. But, you know, a lot of people's argument is... Um, a lot of these people have arranged marriages, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what comes with us having the option to, you know, marry for love and marry who we want. So what would be your response to that of the grass is greener on the other side type deal? Well, you know, the grass is greener where you water it. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. So whether you have an arranged relationship or a not arranged relationship, now we're in 2024. Nobody in the United States is arranging a marriage. Like yeah, that's far and few in between. That doesn't mm-hmm. really happen anymore. You might have super wealthy children that you know their parents are like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you that's should probably a no. date. Yeah, that's yeah. a no. That's a no. Stick you in in mm-hmm. proximity, and and that's the key is proximity, right? Okay. So that's why all my students. That's why the business strategist kicks in. All my students are boss ladies. They all build their own business, whether it's you know my monetizing off of social media Mm -hmm. or whether it's, you know, turning up their nail business or their little hobby on the side and turning it into a real stream of income. Right. Because I believe that you should live a soft life with or without a man, but with his wallet is so much easier Mm, and so much faster to build what you need to build. And he's going to spend his money anyway. Let's keep it real. When you look like this, exactly. They're going to spend it anyway. (laughs) They're going to spend it. 
spend it. You're either going to get, you know, a $400 table at Pasha and mm. a bottle and whatever and have a $700 night, mm. or you're going to take that $700 and start your brand new business and fund it and and grow it and get your inventory for it. And mm-hmm. that just makes sense to me. Right. Yeah, I'm with you when you are. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to leave at some point. Mm-hmm. By death or by dishonor, that man is going to go. Mm. And when he does, what you going to be left with, Chanel? On the floor of your apartment, 24C? Well, I mean, that's what they be having. It's tragic. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, first, I want to I want you to define soft life because I yeah. feel like on the internet everybody has a different definition of yeah. soft life and everybody's yeah. like, everybody in a soft girl era. This is true. And I can tell by your hands, Looking bitch, rough. it ain't it ain't giving soft. <laughs> a little crusty, a little ashy, it's but soft. it's not soft, baby. That ain't Jergens, bitch. Yes, no, it's I'm soft with adjacent. you. <laughs> yes. So define exactly what a soft life is. Yeah, so to me, a soft life is when you have options to choose. Right. You have the ability to say, yes, I want that. You have Mm -hmm. the ability to treat yourself. You have the ability to say, yeah, I want to go. Let's book the flight. Yeah, I want to get that. Let's purchase it. Mm. Yeah, I want to move. I'm ready to move. Let's move. Mm. That is what a soft life is to me. It's Mm. freedom to be able to decide what you want. Mm -hmm. Some people, it looks like Chanel and Birkenbag. Some people, it looks like, um, you know, a brand new Porsche. To others, it looks like a man who you know, takes care of them, opens their door, puts on their shoes, makes sure they're not ashy, fix their hair. I mean, my man's running around the studio. Here's your bag. Here's your this. Here's your that. He is by no means. I know. No I means. said it when he walked in. He had yeah. all your jewelry. <laughs> I said, no, that's right. Yeah. I yeah. said, he wanted out. And he is by no means a, you know, um, what do they What do they call them? Um, them little, little sissy boy, sassy boy, kind of like little, little bottom of the barrel type of, you know, oh, I got it. He ain't that type of dude. Sassy. He uh, he ain't that. Yeah. Right? But he his biggest flex is is how he treats me, shows up for me, and serves me. So in return, I do the same for him. We both got two different love languages. Mm-hmm. His his output is acts of service, mm-hmm. which I love that. <laughs> baby, that's love. That's love language. Right. <laughs> right. So that's why he'll he'll do these things for me, and you know the reciprocity is there. But he gets fulfillment in me bossing up. He gets mm-hmm. fulfillment in watching me hit studios and watching me grow my brand and watching my numbers rise and right. watching. And again, you know. Whenever, however, whatever it looks like when he's gone, his money that he started my company with continues to roll in, honey. The coins don't stop. Right. I love that. Yeah. And too. that's the vision of soft life for me. I like that. But you know what? Because this is my thing. Because I'm not going to lie, when I was first scrolling your page, I was like, okay, girl, because what did you telling the girls to do? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I'm not, but I love that because that's one thing I will honestly say me and Drea have always preached on this show. If y'all have watched this show from the beginning, y'all know we used to talk about BDBs, a big dick ball, like yeah, girl go get yeah. one. Yeah. But me and Drea always talked about this. And I, this is why we going to have a good time today. It was like a air, like a point where it was like I had men on my line. They was giving me money, giving me money. I wasn't going buy bags. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going buy shoes. I was getting out of debt. I yes. paid my car off. Yes. Paid my credit cards off. All that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like girls was watching the show and be like, "Oh my god, look at Lex. She got this cheap ass wig on. She not having her way." I'm out of debt, bitch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm not walking right. around here with a 10000 Chanel bag and yeah. not knowing where and, I'm going to lay my head at. $10 like. in it. Right. Sis, I know plenty of women that drive these top-notch tier one A-plus cars and, mm. and could barely afford to keep it on the road. Like, yeah. baby, you oh, driving yeah. with no insurance in that? Like, you... 
You at the gas pump putting ten dollars in the egg? I mean, because these days Tragic. it's all about perception. It's mm -hmm. all about what it looks it like. Is. People care way more about looking like they have it than actually having it. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, and that's the secret rule of wealth: mm -hmm. is when you spend your time looking like money, you really have a hard time being acquiring like it. money. Yeah, you know that's a word. It is because you're spending all your money so you can look like it, and you're not putting Absolutely. any money into anything that's to building. To impress a bunch of people that'll never pay your bills. They Really don't care. Me. Or Be people honest. that don't even have it themselves, mm -hmm. you know, even more. So I want to talk about this real quick because obviously this is the Valentine's Day episode. Yes. And, you know, we all like to date a certain type of man. We do. So I always feel like, because I'm a Leo, and Leos are givers. We love, like, I love to do stuff for my man. Okay. I like to, like... You know, cook for him. Like, I like to help organize his space. Like, I love to, like, when he comes in, like, babe, you just always, like, get it right. right. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I want to talk about things that you can gift or do for a man that has everything materialistically. Because mm -hmm. I always say you have to go a little deeper for a high-value man. Absolutely. Yeah, they like, like you can't just gifts. be so buying him let stuff. Let me say this, right? Never go to buying him stuff because it's way below his expectation mm -hmm. of the woman, right? right? He already has the money. Mm -hmm. So it's like um, some of my toughest students are the ones that have money. Ladies, my six and seven figure earners, they're mm -hmm. the most because they're like, I don't need your money, but what do you need? Do you right. wanna, I mean, you could take your own trash out, but do you want to? Right. Mm -hmm. You could change your own tire, but do, do you want to? Right. Mm -hmm. Right? So when it comes to, you know, showing up the reciprocity for your man is not so much like whether you're a Leo or a Cancer or what have you. It's more based around what your love language mm -hmm. is. People don't realize how deep that goes. Mm -hmm. There's an inward and there's an outward, I right? Agree. So that outward love language is what you just said, Lex. Like, I love to cook for him. I love to, you know, acts of service mm -hmm. is your outward love language. However, if you get with a man that's looking for words of affirmation as yep. an inward love language, you and him are never going to be in a right. fulfilled relationship because mm -hmm. he's not looking for you to, um, you know, cook and clean. And that's not, my man is in alignment with that. We're just like, you do. <laughs> what? I will call the lady quick. Please come into the fridge and the floor. Right? Um, yeah, but his his is those words of affirmation, okay. quality time, physical touch. He's very like physical friendly. Like mm -hmm. even if it's just holding his hand or rubbing his neck in the car, that makes him feel like mm -hmm. the motherfucking man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so you just have to find out what his outward love language is, mm -hmm. what makes him tick. Right. And if it's acts of service, then yeah, cooking for him, helping him organize his stuff, those kind of things are going to be like really, really high on his um, expectations right. list. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like ready to marry you now, all because you rearranged his damn drawers and um and cleaned out the fridge and made him a nice little meal. That's right. everything to him. And I, I always said ahead. that though. Like I feel like because I think we talked about this on another episode. I was saying like I feel like if your love language doesn't align with your partner's, mm -hmm. the relationship mm -hmm. won't work. Mm -hmm. And some people think that that's not true, but I really feel like yeah, because it's like how can you make the relationship work if like I'm telling you what I want and you can't give me that yeah. and you can't reciprocate it. As women, we tend to do and love how we want to love. Mm -hmm. We are very negligent of how the other person wants or needs to be loved. Mm -hmm. And so we'll jump right into like, you know, throwing it around mm -hmm. and flipping it upside down and swinging from the ceiling fan. Oh, and and, and really, he just wants you to make him feel like, ladies are like, I don't need to boost no man's ego. Actually, you do. And that's you why do. you're still single, sis. Yep. Ooh, 
Sorry. You gotta be okay with stroking your man ego yeah. a little bit. If you could stroke his, you, if you could stroke his ego. Come on. Mm-hmm. But that's what I was gonna say to what you said earlier. You like that makes him feel like the man. I'm sorry. I love making my man feel like he's him. Me too. Yeah. Like I love making him feel like because he is to me. He you is. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I also I'm glad that you touched on that too because when I'm dating someone, that's one of the first things I ask them. Like, how do you want to be loved? Yeah. What does love look like to you? Like, yeah. what do I need to do? Because I know how I want to be loved, and I I. Explain it very well. This mm-hmm. is my expectations. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very much like I like I like small gestures. Like I want to come home and you have roses sitting on the table. That's the type of girl. Like my right. man sends me roses all right. the time because he knows that's what I like. That's important to me. Right. And I look at my past relationships and it was like I'm asking for roses. They would act like it's a goddamn chore. Right. Right. So I think it's important, especially when you're dealing with a high value man or um, somebody who is rich or who has money, you have to look deeper into it. Like me personally, when I think of a gift, I always think of like, what can make his day go by easier? Like when he wakes up in the morning and he's a busy person, Mm -hmm. how can I put something in his life that's going to be like, make his work go by quicker or Mm -hmm. what's going to help him? And it doesn't even have to be your money that does it. Right. You can set him up on a meal plan with a... Uh, uh, you know, a healthy food prep person mm-hmm. who's going to come and drop his meals off in between. And, and it may not be breakfast, lunch. It could be just lunch. Like, hey, baby, I know, you know, you're skipping lunch because you don't have time to make your food the day before. And I know you don't really like, you mm-hmm. know, certain things. And, and I know what you like. And I know. So I went ahead and found Susie Q, mm-hmm. who's the queen of meal prep. And she's going to hook you up all week. I want you to try it out. Here's her number. Give her a call or let me know when you're available. I have her call you. Mm-hmm. Now you just put the financial aspect back in his hand. Mm-hmm. So he's paying for it. But the fact that you're. But it's the thoughtfulness. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's the thought. But it's, it's the fact that you didn't only think you were a solutionist. Mm-hmm. We are always all about the struggle. We forget to be the solutionist. We're always about the problem. Us women, we love a good problem. Honey. Right. Mm-hmm. We love a good problem like we love a good cancellation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and when you step outside of that being the problem, we're adding to the problem and just start to solve them for him. You know, it you already completely changes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because the man got some struggles. The man got some problems. Right. He wouldn't have a woman if he didn't need something in his life. Right. Right. He would just go hang out with the homies. He would just go continue to be single, enjoy his money, live his best life however he sees fit. Mm-hmm. But he selected you. Women so worried about being chose. You've been selected. Ooh, mm-hmm. I like that. And I don't know about you, but I want to be selected, honey. I want to be selectable. Me too. You know, it's crazy because I feel like a lot of people are probably on, on the comments going to be like, oh, this is a pick-me conversation. But I always say this. Humans, we were created in twos, okay? It was Adam and Eve together. We are not meant, even from the beginning of time, to navigate this life, these, this life by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like what's the problem with somebody wanting love or wanting to find that or yearning for that partnership or wanting to be chosen mm-hmm. now it's different when you get to the pick me stuff where like you overdoing it because mm-hmm. I do feel like sometimes women can come off desperate right. for a, a high value man right, for right. sure and that's that's when they go out of their way to be mm-hmm. someone that they're not in right. order to attract him you don't have to do that mm-hmm. you just need to figure out what he needs and wants in his life and then you make the decision of am I that can I be that can woman? I be that mm-hmm. do yeah. I want to do what it takes and is required mm-hmm. to be that it's a decision that you make you are the one that's choosing right. you are the one that is picking he's selecting mm-hmm. there's plenty of women out there that will toot it up and do it for a dollar 
But, but there's very few that will actually fulfill what he wants and needs in mm-hmm. his day-to-day life. They might fulfill a sweet, sweet fantasy, right. but they're not fulfilling him. And that's why men step out. That's why they cheat. That's mm-hmm. why they, you know, end up in short-term relationships for a couple minutes because you look good, you felt good for a second, but right. you're not giving him the thing. Right. The je ne sais quoi. He needs the, the special something. And it comes from, and listen, let's keep it real. All them people screaming, pick me is single anyway. And I think they throw that word around so freely. Like, I think a lot of the time people don't even really know what being a pick me is. They don't. You could say one thing siding with a man and, oh, she's a pick me. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And we are here to talk to y'all about Chime.com. If you're a person who wants to get paid on time, Chime.com is going to make sure you can get paid up to two days early. Yes, they offer so many benefits like fee-free overdrafts. And like Lex said, you can get your money up to two days early with qualifying direct deposits. And they have something called Spot Me. So Mm -hmm. you can overdraft up to $200 without fees okay i'm telling y'all we all have that time where we need to stretch it to payday a little bit so you'll overdraft up to 200 dollars and you won't get fined for mm-hmm. it okay so signing up takes just minutes you're gonna go to chime.com backslash poor minds that's c-h-i-m-e.com backslash poor minds get your money today period sign up for chime today joining takes just minutes get started at chime.com backslash poor minds that's chime.com backslash poor minds Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Corp Bank, NA or Stride Bank, NA. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Out of network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Well, I think it's a difference between like, because I'm not into the whole gender war thing, mm-hmm. but I do sometimes seeing, see women like agree with some of the most egregious statement that somebody makes just because they want to be like on a man's side about something because they think that's what mm-hmm. makes them cool. Yeah. And they want to be valued that way. But I think there's a difference between that and just standing up for like what's right and what's wrong. You know what I mean? And wanting to please your man. Like I think right. you can't be a pick me when it comes to your man. Your, exactly. I absolutely. think you could absolutely be a pick me when it comes to random niggas. Like right. if you're just trying to side with men and want men yeah. to choose you a lot of men, yeah. that's completely different from wanting to please the one man that you're you're with. It's the girl that does the most, wears the most, just to get in the section with all the suckers. Right. Get a free drink or whatever. Mm. That's that's pick-me poison. Mm -hmm. But when we're talking about pleasing your person, who doesn't want to do that? It just doesn't make sense. Like, those relationships don't last very long when you don't have the mindset of servancy. Like, Mm -hmm. we've made submission this, like, cancer. It's like a dirty disease. Mm -hmm. And being submissive, if you look up the definition of it it has absolutely nothing to do with you're less than me mm-hmm. or you're you know somehow above me it is not it is actually like in in a way assuming the role of leadership by being a servant because you understand what your person needs and so you allow them to lead in those areas even though you you absolutely know the direction you're going. You absolutely can steer into and pivot into. That's mm-hmm. the power. Like, your man says this, and you somehow get him to do that. Mm. That's the real power right, right. there. Yeah. But it doesn't take, you know, authority to do that because now you're fighting. Now it's a battle. Mm-hmm. When you are slightly submissive and step into servancy, which we all struggle with, girl, still. I still right. to this yeah. day. Right. This, this uh, we just got into an argument the other day because <laughs> my little Cutco guy got stuck in the snow outside in my backyard, drove into my <laughs> drove into my yard. I said, baby, he came out the shower to help the man. Mm-hmm. Why I make this man get out of the driver's seat so I could do it myself? <laughs> I had to check myself two times. Like, what is 
is you doing? You know better than this. And so I, when I came in the house, the next, it was on my mind all night. Next day, I pulled him to the side and I was like, baby, I'm sorry. And he's like, sorry for what? I was like, you know, I tend to do this and, and think that I'm relinquishing, you know, helping you out mm-hmm. and relinquishing the pain point. But really, I'm, I'm setting us back two steps by not allowing you to just lead and do what you do best. Right. Yep. I'm more than happy to let you do it. Why am I trying to fight it? I think submission requires trust too. Oh, oh you have to because like when you are submissive to someone, you are a hundred percent trusting your man to lead y'all in the right direction. Like you have to be able to sit back with sometimes with your eyes closed and have him holding your hand and just trust that I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be in paradise and we're going to mm-hmm. be where we're supposed to end up mm-hmm. at. Yeah. So, but don't be dumb. Have yeah, your yeah, eyes yeah. closed like this. Yeah, like you peeking through a little yeah. bit. You, 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 you know. Have your little you, fingers you, open. You, pe- yeah. you peeking with purpose. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I might not say shit right now. Right, right. But you slip up and go left and baby, I'm going to steer us back. I'm going to steer yeah. us back right. right. put that little training yeah. wheel on but they don't yeah, know Yeah, just a little bit. They keep your hand on the e-brake. Okay, so before we get to these next topics. Ty, what we sipping yeah. on today? Okay. You like it? Yes. Okay, so our guest likes rum, and I'm super excited because we don't really use rum a lot. We get the tequila, the vodka, maybe a little bourbon. So this one, and because it's Valentine's Day, high value, We this is called the Pussy Fairy, okay? Because I know I'm about to go sprinkle a little dust oh, on my man. Okay, <laughs> my man, my man. Uh, so this one has some spice rum. We have some chinola, passion fruit liqueur. We have some lime juice, and we have some orgeat, which is like that almond syrup that we like. Mm-hmm. And it's topped and floated with Angostura bitters. So usually you only add a little bit of Angostura bitters, but that has like that rim, and that's giving a little bit of that spice, a little bit of that herb inside. We have it garnished with a fresh mint sprig and some pineapples. So cheers. 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 This is very tasty. And let me just let y'all know, I tried to cheat on my little dry moment I'm having right now. I said, Ty, slap me a little something. She said, I, I. I said, damn, it's strict in this motherfucker. Lick's been trying to cheat this whole 20 Dog, days. I've been trying to cheat this whole month, and nobody will let me cheat. Because uh-huh. you need we to stay. Swear we don't cheat. Ladies yeah. don't okay. cheat. I do. I'm you need fine. to stay consistent. <laughs> so, y'all know we have a new segment where we like to read the comments and shout y'all out because y'all have been, you know, so sweet to us lately. So, we're going to call this segment, um, shout out to underscore tree for coming up with this. Um, the new segment should be called the open bar when you read comments from us, the poor crew. So we are going to officially call this segment the open bar. Yes. I like that. I like new it. Segment. Yes, hey, a new segment. Another reason to sip this. Yes, sip to it, girl. You, girl, this is the first way. Um, okay, so read one of them, Dre. Okay, so you ladies are so intelligent. I love this podcast. Very versatile topics. I definitely enjoy it more when you guys are solo. Also, Lex, I'm glad you mentioned the hair because I've been wondering this entire show. LOL. Love y'all. Yes, y'all. My hair is about Rich Look Hair at Rich Look Hair on Instagram. She's so sweet. Hey, Didi Um, I want to read one more so we can move on because I got something to say. I got a lot of topics I want to talk about today. Um, It says, oh, wait, wait, wait. Where's the one I wanted to read? Oh, here. I'm going to read these two, I guess. It says, Adriana Nicole really said her booty hole looked like a chocolate starfish. I love poor minds. It do. <laughs> Can confirm it indeed <laughs> does. Okay. And I want to read one more. It says, nah, I've been binge watching, binge watching Poor Minds, and y'all two are truly a dynamic duo. P 
Period. I love it. Shaq and Kobe. Hello. You on tour and all of that. Yeah. Oh, Shout out you. to y'all for the tour and thank killing it. Thank you so much. Yes, girl. Girl. I'm glad. We had a good time, but who? How do you control her to be tour? I can't. And I, I don't try so. to. I, I think let her do her thing. Oh, I don't think so. I see some of it. Drea is so calm. Drea be cutting up too. I be chilling. She cut up on the slot. You the cut up queen. I am the cut up queen. I am the cut up queen. Somebody make her that T-shirt, please. Cut up, cut up queen. queen. Yeah. <laughs> I love a little Absolutely. cut up. Okay. So now it's time to get into our topics. So we got a lot of topics that we wanted to talk to you about today. So for the number one topic that we wanted to talk to you about, I wanted to ask you, do you think that telling women to date rich men is devaluing love? Well, I think love is an action. It's not a feeling. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if, if your neighbor... Five blocks down dies. Mm-hmm. You don't give a damn. You don't cry about it. You don't go to the funeral. You don't send no flowers. Mm-hmm. You just looking to see who the next neighbor is moving in. Right. Right. But if your neighbor right next door, the one that like, you know, might mow your grass, might make sure your bins is brought back in, mm-hmm. you know, might tell you when the people's coming to do the street cleaning or whatever. Mm-hmm. When they die, you're sad. Yeah. And you feel it in your heart. And you're like, damn. And that's because that person is doing things for you. Right. So in my mind, love is an action. Mm-hmm. It is an act of service in some measurable way. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why you love her. You see? And by the end of the show, you're going to love me too. <laughs> I already do, girl. But, but but in all honesty, right, mm-hmm. the love has not begun because I have yet to do anything for you. Mm-hmm. As we open up the show and I start saying things that are like, wow, change my perspective. When I leave, you're going to be like, girl, I love you, girl. Right. And it's because of that action. It doesn't mean that I'm buying you things. Mm. It doesn't always mean that I'm doing things. It doesn't always mean that but it's it's some form of measurable action mm-hmm. that creates love. I mean, your grandma and grandpa didn't love each other for 52 years. They just continued to serve one another. Mm. They continued to do things for each other and that's where love comes from. We be so deep in the emotion of dick that we make that the love mm-hmm. and the love landline. Hello, hang that Big shit up. Yeah. Hang it up, hang it up. Because because that's how relationships end up never getting anywhere. That's true. Because there's no action involved. So you just emotionally vested in one another mm. for no damn reason. Right, right. And then you find somebody else that does something for you. Mm-hmm. Child, you go to that bar by yourself and that man buys you a drink, pulls out your chair, calls valet for you. All of a sudden, you don't love your man no more. Right. All of a sudden, you like, man, this guy that I met was amazing. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So I agree with that. I do. But on the other side, because that's what I'm wondering too. So that makes me feel like if you can love somebody by measurable things that they do, does that mean that like if somebody comes in and does things measurable for you that are more than what your man is doing, not you specifically, but mm-hmm. anybody who's dealing with someone, does that mean like you can be loving more than one person? Are you well, open to leave your relationship? That's that's the question. Are you open to leaving your relationship or are you noticing the things that these other people are doing for you mm-hmm. and bringing that back home and shamelessly plugging it in communication with your person? Mm. Right? Because if they don't know you want something or need something or like if you didn't tell me you like flowers, I wouldn't know. Right. Right? So I'm never going to show up with flowers cuz I don't know that's what you like. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm assuming just like the last girl I dated or whatever mm-hmm. that you don't like flowers. Flowers are tacky, they're corny, they low vibration or mm-hmm. whatever. 
Right. So you have to be, you know, in constant communication with your person. Now, also, let's not be stupid and put ourselves in proximity with people that I would never be around another man long enough for him to do more for me than my own. Right. Right. Period. Right. Because I'm not looking for another man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not looking for somebody to fill a void. We do that when there's something missing. Mm -hmm. We don't do that just because. Like, women are really not... Women don't cheat. So... You know, we not out here doing lick. Just let me just go I'm with saying. it. Go with it. Go with it. Yeah, see? She now it's official. None of us women cheat. Ever. We don't. Anywhere in the world, when you look at a woman, you know she faithful. And she faithful because she got fulfilled men at home mm-hmm. that does things for her. And the ones that don't, they the ones that slide around and find something else and, and fill other shoes and mm-hmm. they want some dick and they want some dollars and they want whatever they're missing. That's mm-hmm. what they go hunting for. Mm-hmm. Right. So fellas. Let's not be stagnant. Let's not be, you know, um, let's not show up empty-handed in the actionable account. Let's yeah. make sure that that thing is filled all the time and mm-hmm. you never have a problem. You could put me in a room full of men right now, dicks down to the floor, Ooh. and I'd be like, please get me out of here. Right. Like, right now. I'm gonna I'll it. escort y'all. Send her to the back. But I just, I don't find desire in other right. people pleasing me Mm -hmm. it doesn't do anything for me it doesn't excite me it doesn't like I don't I'm not thirsty for that attention because I get all of that and then some yeah and I always wonder why people stay in situations if you aren't completely fulfilled if you feel like you with this man but you have to go outside of him for other things like oh maybe he's not buying you enough gifts or maybe he doesn't show acts of service or maybe you know y'all don't share the same love language and so you looking for it in other people why stay in the relationship mm-hmm. because like, you don't want to be people, alone are people afraid that they will never find what they're we looking for we don't want to be alone and we know we're not enough for that next one mm. right you know that that next guy that does all those things that mm-hmm. has all those things we know deep down inside when I say you know people are gonna rip me for this like you said women aren't enough we ain't we show up half-assed all the time and expect somebody to show out for us so I can agree with that when we when we put ourselves together and you become a high value woman Mm -hmm. when you have some shit to say when you sit down when you have something to offer when you're in the room when you change the dynamic of a room when you walk out of it Mm -hmm. that is what elevates you in your on your on your woman spectrum Mm -hmm. and so all the men are looking towards that woman right Right. one that walks in creates impact and leaves Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. we have a tendency of looking for men that are above what we're willing to do. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the pick me comes in, right? Because mm-hmm. most women aren't that. We don't operate in excellence all the time. Right. And and we are looking for to receive, but there's no reciprocity. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's that's when, you know, we stay in those relationships because they're easy. They're comfortable. They don't require you to stretch and grow right. and evolve and and leap. You know, they they require you to just sit comfortable and right. cute and pretty. And, and that's what I was going to say that was, because I was in a situation like that on and off to where I'm like, that. I mean, he wasn't hitting none of the marks, like none of them. But it was like I loved, I, I felt like I loved him so much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to make this work because this is my person. I had convinced myself that this was my person, but... It was like once I finally really decided to like let that go, and this is no shade to him because he's an amazing man, just not the man for me. I realized how much I grew as a woman, as a person, but I was out of my comfort zone. Let me ask you a real question. What made you convince yourself that he was the one, the soulmate? You know, was he just available? 
for you? Was I, it? I think at the time that I had met him, it was, I had just moved to, well, I had lived in Houston. Like, we were dating probably, like, eight months before I moved out here. Mm -hmm. And I think it was just, it was comfortable because I moved out here. I didn't have any money. I didn't really have much going on. And mm -hmm. I felt like he accepted me. It was a lot of trauma bonding, too, that we had. Thank it was God. a lot of trauma bonding. Like, we were always going, like, he was going through something. I was there. Vice versa. I was going That'll through That'll do it. Mm -hmm. And he was there. And I just felt like, okay, he knows me. He knows me. He gets me. He mm -hmm. sees me. Like, everybody else sees Lex P on Poor Minds, but he really sees my heart. And right. it's like, but you've had no growth with this person. Like, yeah. I felt like when I got out of that relationship, I was like, even um, I had gotten another relationship with somebody after him. And I was like, I really don't know how to be a partner to somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how to be a good woman. And it's mm -hmm. not, I'm not blaming that on him, but it was right. just, it was no growth of me as a woman yes. to the partner I am now to my man. Yes. Like, if he saw, if my ex saw the things that I did, he'd be like, who the hell is this bitch? Right, right, Are you right. kidding me? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I was the one, like, Sneaking out, going on vacation with this man, going mm -hmm. on doing this, mm -hmm. going on trips with him. Be like, what the fuck? Like, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, well, I'm just not happy. I'm not satisfied. It's mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. this is just not the area you're supposed to be in mm -hmm. because, but it was comfortable. We tend to lean into comfort. I yeah, didn't have to do sure. it. I didn't have to show up yeah. as a woman. Yeah. I didn't have to be a partner to him because that he was accepting it. We was both accepting bullshit for each other. So it was easy. Mm -hmm. Now I'm challenged. Like I have to show up yes. and I have to be, yes. I have to do these things for this man because his, he's strict, not strict, but his expectation firm on, yeah. yes, on what he wants yeah, yeah. is like, this is what he wants. And I'm Absolutely. Like, okay. I'm Absolutely. To Mine place. too. And when yeah. he don't get it, he Same. will pull me to the side and, and politely tell me, mm -hmm. sometimes not so politely. Right. But he'll just keep it real and be like, listen, this is what I need from yeah. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I need you to deliver. Mm -hmm. Like, he'll never, he'll never tear me apart in it. Right. Like, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. You know, but he'll, he'll, Pour in in a way that makes me want to expand. It makes me want to stretch because we do get yeah, comfortable. Exactly. I've been four and a half years in my relationship. We get comfortable. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, like, you know, things start piling up and more of this and more of this and mm -hmm. more. And you don't realize that it ain't what he won't. Yeah. Right. Until he tells you. And then you fix it. Some mm -hmm. men never tell you. They'll just, right. They'll just walk away or oh, walk yeah. away mm -hmm. yeah. or leave. Yeah. yeah. I've definitely had, you know, a heartbreak or two in my life. I was like, what happened? Right. Why we can't fix it? Mm -hmm. We can't make it work? No, because you ain't working. You ain't clocked in in six months. Right. <laughs> That's true. I mean, and you was right. Like, the relationships that make you grow and make you take accountability, that shit is hard. Like, people really don't talk about that because it it's always, in my opinion, because I'm a person who I feel like I never wanted to, like, I ran away from commitment for, like, mm -hmm. such a long time. And now that I'm, like, in a relationship and I've been pretty much in it for, like, a year in, like, probably a year and a few months. Okay. And... It's so hard because it's been so many times where I just wanted to walk away because that's the easy thing to do. It's yeah. way harder to change things about yourself, especially when somebody is telling you sometimes. Somebody who you care about. Mm -hmm. Somebody who you somebody who cares about you and somebody that you care about, but human nature, you can't help but still feel attacked. It's very true. Mm -hmm. And it's harder to stay in situations and really change those things about mm -hmm. yourself because it makes you so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, <gasps> me? Me? Nothing wrong I'm not with perfect. me. Uh -uh. <laughs> Uh -uh. Go take a nap. Let's come back to this conversation. Right. Because 
You so got something I, wrong. I do want to talk about the difference, though, because I seen this video that just went viral. Um, This girl, she's a TikToker. She's like 28 or 29, and she was telling the story of how she met her husband. Mm -hmm. So basically, she said she was sitting at the bar, and she was selling pussy, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she told the man her price, like $1,000 or something, but they ended up hitting it off, having a great conversation, and now, like, they're... Mary, let me yeah. tell you why that happened. Now, I don't know specifically who you're talking about. You're going to tell me after. Yeah, but, yeah. But here's what happened. It's not what she was doing mm -hmm. at the time. It's who the bitch was becoming. Mm. Okay? She might have been sitting there selling pussy at the time because that's what she knew how to do. But she had some other things that was brewing and going on. Mm. She had some other ambitions, some other in, in, uh, um, incentives that she was after that she tied him to during that conversation. Mm. Because if she sat and said nothing outside of like, this coochie, this coochie, right. she wouldn't have got the coin. She wouldn't have married the man. He wouldn't right. see anything in her. There's no substance there. Right. But because he sat with her and gave her the opportunity, because it's easy to buy some coochie. Coochie mm -hmm. is $40. <laughs> a pack of black and miles and a, a what and a swisher. Yes. Inflation hit everything pay. except coochie. Yeah. I'm telling y'all no, right now. Ain't gotta pay a thousand dollars. And so no, you definitely <laughs> don't. You, you you don't even have to spend anything. You can right. just you can Netflix, chill, and some chocolate, and you in there, right? So so. That woman, whoever it was, and I know this from coaching thousands of women all over the globe. I have students in damn near every country. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's happening is that man is sitting down with an expectation of who this woman is, and she hit him with a, a whole 180 mm -hmm. and was like, but I'm also this, and I'm also aspiring to do that, and I'm also working on this. When a woman has a plan for business, you don't need a business plan, okay? I've made like a million dollars in my company in the last couple of years, mm -hmm. and you don't need a business plan. Eventually, you might when you're, you know, dealing with with actual products that you're shipping and whatever. Mm. But or you need you need you know some capital. But all you need is a plan for business. Right. You just gotta wake up and be like, I want to do a podcast. Oh, I'm gonna go on Amazon and order this backdrop. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna and it, you might not even have those things accomplished. But if you can speak to it, pay attention. If you can speak to it, he will sponsor it. And if you share it with him opens the wallet mm. every single time because mm. he wants to see you win. High value men, not all men. Other men will be like, damn, that's, that's, that's real. Good. That's dope. Wow. That's you know, know how you going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> when, when you going to do that by? Right? <laughs> but if you hit him with your goals and he's a high value man, if you hit him with your goals and when you want to accomplish these goals mm -hmm. by, okay, this is T, I charge 10000 for it. So if you, <laughs> if you listen and listen now, you hit him with your goals, you give him a timeline, and you let him know what you're working on. Mm -hmm. Not what you want to do, but what you are doing. That man will show up and show out, and the wallet and the account mm. opens right up. I agree with that. So I will say, though, there is a lot of men who have money, though, that get mistaken for a high-value man. Because I will say, money doesn't make high-value. Oh, no, true. for sure. Because there's a lot of men with money out here. They want you to depend on them. They do not want yeah, to They don't want to help you build. They want you to. So how can women... Tell the difference between, because like a man will do for you as far as he might buy you a bag, mm -hmm. you know, he might give you a little money, but he never going to give you enough to really invest in your business yeah. to do something. Yeah. Yeah. That's because women make the mistake of allowing the man to lead and determine. When we find a man with some money, we get all excited. Like, mm -hmm. Coochie is instantly yeah. wet. Okay. We start sweating. I'm we sweating text right our homegirl like me. And he ain't even did nothing yet. <laughs> even he hasn't nothing. even sneezed on you yet. Yeah. Right? He bought mm -hmm. you two drinks at the bar. You had a little conversation. Now your Coochie is dripping down to your ankles. <laughs> 
Right. So what happens is we move too soon and we get too excited too fast because we just never had no money. Right. Right. So when you, that's why the women that do operate different than the women that don't. Mm. Right. When you ain't never had it, you're impressed by the littlest thing. Yep. Right. But if you lead with what it is you're working on and you drop those cues to him and you let him know what it is that you desire and you're not talking about bags and shoes, he's going to treat you basic and bag and shoe you to death mm-hmm. because that's what he knows is easy. Right. right? He's not being challenged, so he's not going to rise to the challenge. Mm-hmm. You understand? But when you set a tone in the very beginning, I always say, speak to it early and often. Because if you sit down with a chick and she's talking about fashion and shoes and clothes, and you're going to take her to Chanel. Yeah. If you sit down with a chick and she's talking about building her business and not quite having enough in her bank account to buy this building or make this next move, your goal is to now help her achieve that thing because mm-hmm. you want a piece of pussy. Right. And so if you want to get that piece of pussy, you're going to help her hit her goal so she gets all excited. Mm-hmm. It's, it, you could spend 30 minutes in Chanel and get your bag and walk out and it's done. And now you're like... Legs to the ceiling in the hotel room. Right. You know what I mean? Red bottoms on still. <laughs> so excited about these shoes. You getting so blown weak. out in these shoes. Yes. Right. But then you go home to and your like, broke ass yep. apartment with your bad credit score and your little hoopty and whatever. Even those girls that don't got, they got some money because they had a man buy them a car or whatever and they stunting and they think that shit is cute. Mm-hmm. But then men don't invest in you and you're like, right. why, coach? Why these men don't give me no money? Because yeah. you're not investing. I don't know if right. that's a word, but it is now. It you, is. They're not doing. giving him something to invest in. There's no mm-hmm. value there. So where do you want him to? He's a businessman. Girl, mm-hmm. he's a businessman. He's not just throwing his money out there. Unless he's in a strip club. He is not. That's true. He's not. He's wise with his income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not just going to spend it on somebody. Right. So do you feel like our society, though, like, focuses on that a little too much, though? Like, what men have and what, you know what I'm saying? Do you think that that's, like, become a focal point point? it's kind of messing up dating? I think it's more of what men will give us when it comes to showing out. The gram has done it again. Yes. And a girl would love, there's nothing they want more than to go sit in Chanel with their little drink, the little champagne. Post a bitch, a boomerang. Yes, they love a little boomerang. Listen, the broke baddies love a good boomerang. The broke baddies do. They love a good boomerang. And and they'll walk out with a $10,000 Chanel without a single line of credit to go in their wallet to Mm. stick in the bag. Okay? Mm -hmm. And they crumbling their money up and putting it in the zipper slot. Don't I can't. Not, not rolling it up. <laughs> they just crumbling it up, just folding it in however ways. Disrespectful to the coins. And and they love that. Yeah. They eat it up. Not me. Good. Not me. Mm-hmm. Take me to where I'm going to buy some property. Take me to where I'm investing into my longevity of my account. Right. Not just quick, fast, here and now. So we we get obsessed over what this man can instantly do for us. Like, ooh, girl, he... Because we don't know how to keep a man. So we like, get him and get him quick. Right. Get him quick, get him now, get him fast. Right. And that's how we move. But if you're invested in yourself, you're going to look for longevity. Mm. And when you look for longevity, you're strategic in what you do, sis. You're not just out here like, oh, let's go to Chanel. You're like, hey, listen, as much as I would love that $12,000 Chanel bag, I have been saving up for a property because I really want to take my hair brand to the next level. Mm. And, And speak to it. 
I've looked at this location, this location, and this location, and I really want this one, but they want this much down on the property, and I don't have that much yet, right. especially if I want to put chairs in it and design it and decorate it. That man is like, well, okay, baby, let me go ahead and uh, this one. How much you need for the check? Because right. women don't talk that hot shit. Yeah. They talk hot girl shit, right. and there's a difference. And I think a lot of women definitely be missing that. Like, if you ask a man to invest in you, and you should want a man to invest in you to where he's hoping you make more money because yeah. even if the relationship don't work out, now you set up. Now you straight yeah. and you can make your own money. You Absolutely. can go buy yourself a few more Chanel bags. Yep. A nigga buy you a Chanel bag and then that's it. Now what you, you selling a Chanel bag. Now, now you in the... Girl, hey. now you on the real real trying to get rid of the damn bag. Poshmark. <laughs> Hello. Look, you, get mine. You, are, mine. you a Poshmark princess. Right. Like, anybody Poshmark want this bag? Princess is crazy. Uh, what? <laughs> okay, so talk about, um, because we do have male listeners as well. Right. So talk about what dating would look like for, you know, a guy who's maybe making just like a hundred thousand a year, you know, mm-hmm. and he wants he's a high value man mm-hmm. in every aspect of it. He's mm-hmm. a good guy, but maybe he doesn't have the income to be, you know, yeah. giving ten thousand yeah. dollars to a woman yeah. to, you know, invest in her business. Absolutely. So what does dating look like for like the average hundred thousand is not even the average person. Let's, right. Right. let's, yeah. let's keep it so real. So let's yeah. let's keep it real for the average person who mm-hmm. is making fifty thousand dollars. That's mm-hmm. a good person. What does dating look like for them? So if you're making fifty thousand dollars, don't date. I'm, I'm just being for real. You're not ready to date. Again, I'm with you. You're not right. ready to date. And you're not ready to date because courtship costs. Okay. Everything costs. Okay. You can go for 22 walks in the park, but eventually, Shorty is going to need a sip of something. She's going to be thirsty. <laughs> this bottle of water is $3 in Atlanta. Let's oh, not play. Please. So if you don't have any expendable cash, don't date. And whatever that looks like for you, you might only make 50000 but you live in a shoe. And and now you got expendable cash. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm not saying you got to pay to play to be with a woman. I'm simply saying courtship costs. Right. It is not free it's to nice. date. Mm. Like, some of us can't even take our homegirl out and be, and it's free. That's true. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, you peeling off a little check for shorty drink. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why do we expect anything else of women with a man? Like, fellas, if you're broke, don't date. You're not ready to date yet. Or get you a bottom of the barrel bitch that's going to date you when you have no money. That's what I was about to ask. If she doesn't want anything financial from you, if she doesn't have that expectation, and I'm going to tell you this right now, enjoy it while it lasts because eventually you're going to want to run because she doesn't stretch you. She doesn't make you the man that you need to become in Mm -hmm. order to thrive in this world. Right. She doesn't set expectations for you. She allows you to be the stagnant dude in the same jeans for three days. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Same jeans is wild. You be cutting up. (laughs) You talk about me. You be cutting up. I'm cut up cocaine. That's, um, (laughs) look, you still got it. (laughs) They say they be tripping when they wear the same jeans for three days. They be hard. Listen, I don't want that either. Like, I'm, I don't know about y'all, but I've dated drug dealers in my past, and that's cute and everything when you're in your 20s. Yeah, I'm 35 years old. Right. I am not dating no damn drug dealer. Don't know mm-hmm. who's going to run up in my door. Don't know who's what's going to happen in the streets when we out together. You can't protect me. It doesn't matter how much protection you have on you. Yeah. You can't protect me if that's what you're doing, and that's your motive, and that's, that's how you get your money. Yeah. And let's be honest, I don't really know many rich drug dealers. Because they live that life. They're right. spending it. As fast yep. as it's coming, they're spending it. And so you might come up on a little a little come up and a man that's like, here, baby, here's 20 bands. And if you're smart with it, mm-hmm. you'll go do with it what you, what you know you need to do. Right. But when you're with a hustler, you don't. 
Because the money keeps rolling to keep, in. You're yeah. trying to keep up with the Joneses. You, yeah. He take you out. His homies all got girls in Chanel and, and Balenciagas and whatever. Mm. And you're like, damn, I need to go get that. And so you go take your little money and you go shopping to put a, make you a little boomerang. Mm-hmm. And now your bank account is suffering until he gives you another chunk. Right. You don't know how long that's going to be, how long that's going to last. That's true. So realistically, you just have to be wise with who you date because as a man you can easily slip into a situation with a woman that keeps you stagnant and at the bottom mm. if you get with a woman that's moving and she's got what i say now motion yeah, yeah motion. a little motion <laughs> she got motion i got a little seasoning i'm a little, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little aged okay like like fine wine but but yeah when you got a little motion and you're in action right you can elevate a man easily one that wants to be right mm-hmm. okay but if you're making 50k and you're looking for one of these you're not ain't getting that, that you're not getting that and it's not about my shoes cost this and my mac makeup yeah. cost this it ain't about that At it's all. about what experiences can you do for me how can you elevate me mentally mm-hmm. if you're still stuck at 50k and comfortable right, right. 50k okay, is not comfortable right. so I've lame. made 50k before and baby I was getting yellow tags on the door all the time mm-hmm. with my electric about to be shut off it's just not realistic like, it's not, in this it's economy not yeah. it's not fun to be at 50 it's nice so for the fellas that's making 50 use this little word to inspire you to tap into the things that you know knowledge is the new currency right for real for real you could sell knowledge like this mm-hmm. and so whatever you've experienced in whatever line of work you got i mean we got fellas running the show mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. they behind the scenes on the cameras they doing they can teach all of that to someone else and make money right just from that alone just mm-hmm. from that little knowledge alone big knowledge really right right, right? right. so like these fellas underestimate the power of what they've been through mm-hmm. and their experiences and they think that oh it's just you know an experience just oh i did this and tuck it in the back no, you can sell those secrets to what you did and what you've experienced and make more money. Yeah, people get so offended too when you say that they shouldn't date when they don't have no money. But I 100% agree with you. It's but they're funny. also broke. That's true. Those are the people. It's, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Those are the, the only people that get offended by It's never it. like, <gasps> yeah. don't date when you're broke. Right. He probably yeah, agree. That that. Yeah, because I feel like your focus needs to be elsewhere. If you don't have any money, you can't even enjoy life. No. You, and so you damn sure can't enjoy a woman because a woman need things. Right. Women yeah. need things. Yeah. It affects your mental. Yeah. It affects your challenges and Bro, how you face be mean. them. And they be yes, mean. Yes, they I'm be telling you. so mad. And they be quick in the bed, too. Three I seconds. Be, and they be like, oh, my God. That was but amazing. I- <laughs> You're like, I didn't even, I didn't even blink twice yet. Like, what is happening? And and it's because that stagnant mentality it yeah. affects you in every area. Yes. Your friends are terrible. You have no loyalty in your mm-hmm. circle. You got you, you know issues within your family. Like, and I'm not saying that these things don't happen when you have money, right? But they occur much more often and last much longer when the pain point is. How much do I get paid? Right. right. Like, it's real. That is true. So for the fellas... And and now, mind you, you don't have to be the richest man in the room. You just have to be the one most willing. Right. I say this to my students all the time. Stop searching for the richest man in the room because we all not getting a millionaire. Right. We're all not... I don't care how bad you are. We're not all bagging the CEO of somewhere. Ain't enough CEOs. Mm. I said this... A long time ago on the show, I said, y'all will be chasing this man worth $10 million 
and he's not going to give you nothing, and you passing up the guy who makes $150,000 to take you around the world mm -hmm. just with him. Right. I, I tell this story all the time. I know y'all heard it a thousand times, but I went on a first date to Paris one time, mm -hmm. and the guy, he had a he worked for Google. He made six figures. He had a good job. He loved to travel, mm -hmm. and he would love taking me places, and I, mm -hmm. that was my first time doing something like mm -hmm. that, but I was like, he wasn't a, no millionaire. No, he simply was smart. He know you book the flight on a Tuesday, so exactly. Mm -hmm. you leave on a Thursday, you come back on Sunday Monday, Monday. Yep. You, he just knew. And we had a yeah, time. And I just knew. told yeah. her because we were talking about traveling earlier. And I said, you know, when he bought me that flight, that flight was like 400 something dollars. You know, this this one, 2017 like, yeah. me was like, oh my God, girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it was like, but mm -hmm. I feel like if you have a man who's giving, that's going to mean more any time than you dealing with, oh, because he's a millionaire. Yeah. I need to have him. If he not making uh, uh, $100,000 in this a, a per month, then I can't date That's him. That's the biggest sick. mistake we Yeah, it is. It's because honestly, the more money you have, the smarter you are with it, the longer you hold on to it, and the less you release it. Mm -hmm. So when you are in that, you know, $100,000 six-figure realm, those men are willing because they have yet to find a woman that is going to multiply that six figures. Right. Mm -hmm. They find women that are going to take from that six figures, but they rarely but find not, one that yeah. will multiply it. Mm. And that's what we do. That's what we're born and designed to do. We procreate. We multiply. Yes. And so when a woman, you know, meets a man that is not the richest in the room, all you have to do is make sure he's the one most willing. Mm -hmm. Fellas, if that's you and you're like, damn, I ain't got, you know, I'm just scratching the surface of 80,000. I'm just scratching the surface of six figures. I don't really have it like that. One, check how you're living because if you're living above your means, that's right. that's a that's a big issue. Two, how do you spend your money? Do you go buy sections for your homeboys to go hang out and pop bottles and drink? Mm -hmm. Are you in the hookah lounge every week? Three, check your investments. If you don't got no investments, if you're not pouring into something that's going to make you more money, you're going to be stuck at that six figures forever because mm -hmm. right. you're exchanging time and money. Mm -hmm. There's only so many hours you can give to a workspace to get paid, yeah. right? So you have to start to think about how can I entrepreneur? How can I start making a bag outside of just right here clocking in, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so that's when the knowledge to experience comes into play. Knowledge to profit comes into play. Mm -hmm. But if you're that guy... You just have to think about where you're, where else you're spending, how you're investing, and what difference that money would make if it was sewn into a woman who knows how to make something multiply. Right. Because when it's sewn into her, not only will you make more money, but you will live a more fulfilled life. You'll be mm -hmm. able to do the Paris. You'll be able to do the, you know, trips out the country. And the, you'll be able to go into a designer store. You might not be able to go every week. You might only be able to go once a year. Right. But you can still go. You have the option to choose. So, fellas, it ain't the richest man in the room. It's the one most willing. And if you're not willing and you're not rich, well, then you're just going to grab <laughs> one of them little ghetto babies with the, with the bad wig. So what advice do you have for women to help them become a multiplier? Or is there some shit that's just in you already? Either you are one or that's you're not. That's a great question. That's a great question. So the desire can be built, mm -hmm. right? Just by being in proximity with other boss ladies, like there's very... I've never seen a woman sit on this couch that was a nobody. Mm. Right. Why? Because why would I interview a nobody? Right. right. Like, why would you bring somebody to the sofa who can't say shit? Mm -hmm. you a lot see? of them be asking. I'll be like, girl. They be like, mm -hmm. maybe <laughs> not today. Real. Be, for real. <laughs> be for real. Maybe not today. <laughs> maybe a Patreon. Send us an email. Okay. Okay. But, but when you have something to say, 
and you bring substance, right? right? So that can be learned or that can be in you. Mm -hmm. In order to learn it, you have to put yourself in proximity with other okay. women. Mm -hmm. It might not be on the sofa yet, but they, you might be able to see, oh, these two is headed. Lex and Drea is going to such and such event. I'm going to put myself in proximity. I'm going to make right. sure I'm in the building. I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to start talking. I'm going to make sure I have something to say when I go to speak to them. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? I'm going to have some something I'm working on, some kind of accolade. Right. You put yourself in proximity. When you already have it in you mm -hmm. and you are around people that aren't, you know, brewing and stewing, you stay stagnant. Mm -hmm. You do what your friends do. Right. I, and I'm I, sure y'all know that yes. because that's what keeps you so close. Because mm -hmm. if she decided, you know, to stop getting dressed, stop, stop growing, stop pouring into the show, showed up here, you know, white girl wasted and whatever, you'd be like, girl, we... Girl, right. I would show a white girl wasted. Get it together. Get no, you get white girl wasted when you get here. Right. There's a difference. Mm. <laughs> just like, well, we're just gonna skip past this portion of the show. <laughs> Let's go to commercial break. And we'll be right back. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Bitter Hill. What's up, y'all? It's your girl XP, and it's your girl Dre Nicole, and we are gonna talk to y'all once again about starting therapy. We are in the beginning of the year, so new year, new me. Yes, I love BetterHelp. It has changed my life so dramatically, and it's super easy, y'all. All you have to do is sign up, and you can get a therapist the same day. And one thing that I love about it is it's convenient and it's flexible. You can talk to your therapist from literally anywhere, the comfort of your own home, or you can talk to them on the go on the app. One good thing about therapy is not only does it help you working on yourself, but it can help with your relationships with your family members, with mm -hmm. co-workers, Whatever you have going on in your life, you have to improve yourself first. It all starts with you. Right. So what you're going to do is go to betterhelp.com backslash poor minds. That's better. H-E-L-P.com backslash poor minds and get 10% off of your first month. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash poor minds today to get 10% off of your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash poor minds. So another thing I wanted to bring up too, because we always talk about like attracting a high value man. Mm -hmm. But what are some tips that you can give to the girls who, because I feel like I'm, I'll be 35 this year as well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people are in the comments like you and Drea talk about this, but y'all's dating experience is not the average person's dating experience. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Even when I didn't have money, I, I have a long ongoing joke on the show. I got $3 because I literally used to have $3, mm -hmm. but I never attracted men who did. I haven't attracted men who didn't have shit mm -hmm. since I was in like, college mm -hmm. so I've always attracted a certain type of man right I don't know what it is about me I don't know right. men I can't remember the it's last because you know how to talk that shit yeah it's, look you could be that's why the, the the bad wig thing is going viral right now mm -hmm. right like oh you got to put on your dusty wig to get the yeah highly it's it's a zero out of ten I do not recommend Right. Um, <laughs> Me neither. I'm zero, by the way. What he my said, testimony. It's a zero out of ten. Yes. I do not recommend. Do not sure. recommend. Please do, do not, not get recommend. The bad with you. <laughs> Please do not. But but what happens is men that meet those women, their guard is down. They feel more comfortable because it's intimidating to walk up to a woman that looks like this right. and just break conversation, especially mm -hmm. if you're an introverted man and you're not, you know flashy and all right. of that. So it's easier to approach that woman. And then when you sit down with her and she has something to say, mm -hmm. you're intrigued. And now that's how the bad wig gets you somewhere. Right. Right. It's not about like the bad wig. It's, it's, it's not a it's I'm listen, but it's true. It's true. A man will walk up to her before he'll walk up to the girl that's dripped down with Chanel on, with yeah. this shit on, with makeup to the 
gods, mm -hmm. they're intimidated too. They know okay. what they got to come with. They know, they're intimidated too. They know that, damn, COVID killed my conversation. I really don't know how to talk to chicks no more. Let me try to warm up. They, mm -hmm. they, get, they get uncomfortable. Yeah. They start sweating. And so that's that's where that comes in. That's okay. why that works for the women that it works for. Right. Like, yeah. I met my man. and I, Most of them is lying, but the ones that aren't lying, yeah. that's, that's why it works. Mm -hmm. So just you being inviting and feeling like welcoming and warm and being that person that's like smiling at somebody else versus like resting bitch face all the time. Right. Yeah. That is what makes these men approach you and drawn to you. Whether you got on a, a, a fashion Nova or whether you're stepping out of a Ferrari. It doesn't right. matter. I'll be stepping out the because... Ferrari in my fashion Nova. Okay. okay. That's the real tea there. <laughs> <laughs> the girls don't know. <laughs> but but it's true. Like you you have this inviting personality that makes people want to. That's why you make great show hosts. Right. Because you have this energy that people want to be around you. They want to talk to you. They mm -hmm. want Some women just be bitches. They be mean. Oh and my you God. Just I hate mean girls. I do yeah. not like mean They're girls just mean. Either. And they, yes. they walk around with this whole energy this and air, attitude of like, I deserve and uh, you're beneath me. Mm -hmm. And the men don't, men aren't attracted to that. They might be for a second, but right. those are submissive little cuck men that like right. different stuff when you go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man. They like, you know a BBC? <laughs> <laughs> and we gonna get he to come over second. Yeah. <laughs> so be a pleasant person. Be yeah. warm. What are some other tips that they have? Can something to... to say. Okay. Be working on something. Be in action. Don't be a stagnant somebody because then you're literally you become that nobody in the room. Mm -hmm. If you can't impact a room with what you have to say, right? If you can't make someone's day brighter. If you can't, you know, drop a, a bean of encouragement. If you can't speak to something that elevates who you are, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. I've I've come across men in, I'm wearing sweatpants, little champion sweatpants. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I'll do anything for you. Right. Like, yeah. And it's because when they meet me and they speak to me, I'm not thirsty to like, how much money do you make? Where can you take me on right, a date? Right, right. We're only going to go to this location and that location mm -hmm. and don't Cheesecake Factory me. Right. Like, I've walked away from dates at the Hibachi with hundreds of dollars in my pocket. Right. With a thousand, fifteen hundred in my pocket. And I didn't do anything. I, I didn't have to be on my back. Mm -hmm. I just had to speak to what I was working on. Oh, mm. same girl. We I'm working tribe. on this. I'm in action doing this. <laughs> this is where I'm at. This is where I'm going. This is where I'm growing. And here's yep. how you can help me. Right. Because I think there's more important things. Like every, like you said, people are worried about the show, the boomerangs. Like, y'all are so worried about this. You don't want to go to Cheesecake. Like, y'all are being so worried about the smallest little things that don't matter. Yeah. It worried about Cheesecake matter. Factory knowing you just ate chips. Right. You know Girl, what I'm saying? Like, you hungry for being, two days. Like, the connection doesn't matter anymore. Right. People just care about what they can show off mm -hmm. or look like they have Absolutely. something that's better than the next person. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. People cut up on me all the time because I drive me a little mom car, you know what I mean? <laughs> little Honda and stuff. And they'd be like, oh, you make all this money while you don't drive up. Baby, I could drive, I could buy whatever you driving right now two times if right. I wanted to. Next week, if I really wanted to. Right. It's so but, crazy. But it's not about stop 
doing shit for people that will never pay your bills. Literally. That's and, it. And anybody smart will know cars are like the worst thing. That's the thing people with money will tell you. When you make money, that's the last thing you need to really be buying. It depreciates anyway. as soon as you drive literally, it Literally. Literally. I was just talking to Dre about that the other day. I was like, bro, I think I'm going to get me a new car this year. But I've been saying that for the past two years because I don't got a car, no. I don't want a new me, car. Bro, you know it's real when you be on the road and you be like, I'm waiting for you to hit me. I'm, go ahead. <laughs> I've been waiting to get a new car. Ready. That's me. My daughter said to me the other day, she was like, Mom, if you don't just go get a new car. I'm like, you, no. You stay talking about waiting for somebody. Just go get a new car. I'm I like, can't. I will not. I'm not. I ain't I got will, no car, I will no. not. No, I, will I feel not. you. Okay. how I look at it is, I got to exchange, like, about, the car I want is about 160. Actually, it's like 180 with all the little works that I want on it. Mm-hmm. Porsche, brand new Porsche Cayenne. Mm-hmm. Sorry, McCann Sport. Yeah. You know, it's, it's there. But... I have to exchange. I mean, I make thirty to fifty thousand dollars a month doing what I do mm-hmm. from my phone, living a good life. Do I want to trade in five months of my life for a car? Hell no. Hell no. Hell Sometimes no. you really do uh-uh. have to put it in perspective like that. You really do, because I—I mean, I'm telling you, bro. Like, I just feel like my car works just fine. I barely drive. I put less than ten thousand miles a year on my car. I'm telling you, I do not. Be in my car like that. I like, pity the fool who needs to get their paycheck in order to pay their car payment. Ooh, child. Look, I ain't had a car note in like two years, and I be thinking about getting another car, and I just do not want one. Yeah. I, I just now, love if you not would having like a car note. Gift us a brand new car. We right. will, uh, politely we accept, accept cars and now. We, we accept cars. <laughs> That's how I we got do. my last one. But um, right. So now it's time to get into the bed. Hey, the bed. Bow. The bed. Bow. Bow, 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 bow. Ooh, don't bow me, girl. I would be- <laughs> it's funny because you actually kind of brought this up a little bit. Wait. Okay. So today we want to talk about rich sex. And when I say rich sex, like, I think dealing with the type of men that we have dealt with in the past, we know things can get a little scandalous in the bedroom sometimes when you deal with a certain type of man. So I want to talk about do rich men take sex to the extreme out of boredom because I feel like sometimes in the bedroom they can get a little outrageous from personal experiences that I've had and I'm like thinking in my head the only way you got introduced to things like this or you can even enjoy something like this is just like you're literally bored with your sex life Mm -hmm. because you've done everything around the sun Mm because like you said it's easy to buy pussy you can throw money in certain women's face and they will literally do anything three backflips literally mm-hmm. anything in the yeah. bathroom and i'm like hey i'm not that girl mm-hmm. auntie tide what are you doing mm-hmm. so let's talk about the bedroom with rich men well i have to agree that men with a lot of money have certain kinks mm-hmm. and i don't necessarily know if it's because they've done it all but i think they know that we do something strange for a piece of change mm-hmm. so if i tell you to stick this bottle in your booty hole you, you gonna, gonna do, do it. it absolutely and clap three times pop, pop, pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right they know you're gonna do it because what you, drink. because what are you gonna do say no right you know what i mean it's like a man that's trying to court you and you give him a little task or something he gonna do it right because he uh-huh. wants you right? right so they know that they have money leverage that's number one they know they have financial leverage Two, I think that they, when you move in certain, and we talking, when we talk rich men, I'm talking like 
multi-millionaires, yes. right? Because mm-hmm. this doesn't really apply to the guys that aren't making multi-millions. Right. They're not operating within these weird, funny spaces. I mean, we just seen the P. Diddy show, did we not? Yes. Oh, I be feeling like people did, just be freaky. Did we not see the show? The whole, well, uh, everything I'm that's going you, on. Yes. That, that don't, don't go to the take that, take that mansion. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> the freak so, off. It's the freak <laughs> off, girl. I feel like they had a song that plays all the time. Yes. <laughs> so, so, what happens is that when you got money like that, you use that financial leverage and that puts you in different circles with people that also have the same interests. Right. You start the swinger shit. You start, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Exploring different avenues mm-hmm. that you can now pay for. Mm-hmm. Because those avenues, I mean, do you know many broke boys that get threesomes on a regular? No. Do you know many broke boys that get to... And now we're not talking about the the the... The stank booty broad with the friend that from That's around the corner. She gonna say. come over after the club. That's corny. Talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about <laughs> Lord, y'all be outside. <laughs> I'm I'm talking about I'm talking about the average dude who you know works at Foot Locker or whatever. He's not getting three, four chicks to do strange things from the ceiling fan. He's right, not right. unless he got crazy mouth game. Like there's no way mm-hmm. that. And he's dealing with a dizzy broad. There's no way that that's happening. Because it's right. like, what am I going to get out of this? Right. When you got money and you are one of these, you know, wealthy people and you lead with money, mm-hmm. women are trying to get that bag. They so are. they're like, I'll do whatever. Clap three times, you said? Yeah. Right. Okay. But you know what? Sometimes I, I think, too, that it's like, like you said, the money leverage. But I think that they get turned on that they have so much power. That's what it is. So yeah. y'all, what was the... Example I use Squid Game. Remember the show Squid Game? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. like they're making people do crazy, crazy things for money. Stuff. So it's like a power. It's more of like a power thing. Like yeah. look how powerful I am that I'm making you do this low key, yeah. embarrassing, humiliating yeah. ass Absolutely. shit. And I feel like they get more off on that thought than the actual Absolutely. act of the sex of whatever y'all are doing. You nailed yeah. that question. That That's makes it. Sense. That's what it is. It's a it's the power of control. Mm-hmm. It's the power of your word holding so much weight. When in reality, it's just the idea of your income that holds so much weight. Mm. And that's why the more money you make, the more weird stuff happens. Like it's listen, like I've had men with thing. I've had men with money. You know, I got me a little pass and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I started my stuff as a sugar baby. I I've I've, I've done some things. Right. Okay? right, I've, right. I've met some people. Mm-hmm. And I've come this close to give I actually gave a man a heart attack one time. Oh my god. Did he die? He did not die. Thank oh, God. Lord, have mercy. Yes, thank, thank God. Because if he died, all I got from him was two Easter baskets <laughs> and a good dinner at the spot with a good uh, Easter I'm serious. I'm serious. Look, I was like broke broke and it was Easter time and I was like I need some baskets that's when I was basic I should have uh, been asking for some I have never basket. heard of somebody asking for an Easter Baby. basket no I didn't ask I didn't ask I just shamelessly plugged it okay <laughs> I just I just dropped a little breadcrumb. A little nuggy. Yeah, like, you know, what's your day tomorrow? What's your day? Well, I got to go get some Easter baskets for the kids. Boom, they had Easter baskets. No, okay, so no. Easter baskets for you to get to your kids. Yeah, for me to get to okay, kids. Okay, okay, okay. So, so, and it works. <laughs> not my Easter basket. <laughs> oh, what? what is an Easter basket that you How want old so were damn you? <laughs> but no, that really works, but, dropping a little nuggy oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. teach a whole course on yeah. how to drop little gems like that. We call them cookie crumbs, and they work every, every time. I promise. That's how I got a laptop. Girl. I told this dude, I said, yeah. Girl, the testimonials are my page on Endless, honey. Yeah. I said, I'm about to go to the mall tomorrow to get a MacBook. He was like, it's all right. I'll go get it for you. Thanks. Oh, really? 
Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love now. Yeah. I, that I was not about to go to the mall. <laughs> Nowhere near in bed, bitch, chilling and paying for three days. Bonnet on, <laughs> like this. <laughs> okay, Work go back to like a charm. Um, so, so I've dealt with you know men that have a lot of money and they mm-hmm. do want they want weird shit to happen because they're in those swinger environments with people that have money because. That is like when you don't have money, it's like shame, shame, shame. Like you don't even belong here. Right, you don't have right. enough power to be in this place. Mm-hmm. So often, and I know because, you know, I dealt with a broke baby daddy before who was like, let's do this. And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how, he's like how about we bring it? A- no. Like, no. It just, it doesn't, it's it's not giving because you don't have any leverage, right? right? Like, men have this king complex, like, because I'm fine or because I got a long D or whatever that I'm supposed to just... Have you do whatever you submissive, you my woman. Like, no. Yeah. You don't have no money. You got to work for that. I'm not, my mind is not made up because you don't have no money. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. once I do this, what, what am I getting in exchange? Like, what is, we operate by that. Humans operate like that. We don't just give, 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 give. We expect to receive. Right. And it's yep. not like I did this sexual thing for you. Now give me some money. It's like, if I do this for you, what are you going to do for me that I want? Right. And, you know, when so you ain't got people, no money, them options are far and few. Right. So do we people, can't bargain. when they look at that... <laughs> no bargaining chip. <laughs> what is your, where is your bargaining chip? So do you feel like, though, like that's kind of like uh, just another form of like high-level prostitution, kind of? I mean, you can call it what you want, but you won't call me broke. <laughs> you can say whatever you want to say, but you're going to sit there well, with I your mean, check, and I'm going to be over here with my... Right. Because, I mean, I agree with because you. Because for me, it's like... You are going to give something and you're going to get something. Yeah. Right. What that something is is entirely up to you. Mm-hmm. It could be basic, it could be just time and time exchange. Mm-hmm. It could be time and and money exchange. It right. could be time and action exchange. It could be whatever you want it to be. Right. Mm-hmm. But we all have control of what it is. Mm-hmm. And really the only the women that scream that are the women that number one, again, are still single. Number two, they haven't been able to keep a man for a very long time. Right. And number three, those are the women that believe that were raised to be like, work really hard and you don't need no man for nothing and 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 do things on your own. Don't let anybody throw anything in your face. You could throw whatever you want in my face. I agree. It's always I'm just turning always up those women for sure. Like <laughs> and they can't they don't even know how to get anything out of them. No, that's why I'm saying. But they like, the oh, team. it's prostitution. It's not. When I think of prostitution, I just maybe I'm wrong in my definition, but I be thinking of somebody who is selling pussy to multiple people. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you're dating somebody and you expect them, th- this man that you're dating, you expect him to do things absolutely. for you. Right. And you expect him to make it worth your while, that is not prostitution. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they have I'm a, getting something. Absolutely. You getting something. You right. gonna want something too. Absolutely. I think they just have a problem too with the fact that, like you said, it's a problem that women want providers. Yeah. And I don't know why that's such a taboo thing to want a man to provide, a man to pay the bills. Because single moms raised us. Right. Right? The single mom struggle, I call it single mom syndrome Mm -hmm. because it's real. When you're raised by a single mom who didn't have a man in her life that took care of her and and provided for her, protected Mm -hmm. her in that way, you have a tendency of falling in them footsteps. Mm -hmm. And now you're like, you know, 
I don't need a man for anything. I'm going to do. I got it. I don't want nobody throwing anything in my face. I don't want to feel like I owe you anything. Right. Why would you feel like that? You should already know that you owe something in exchange for something. Yeah. You don't go to the bank and take out money because you didn't work. Right. You had to go do work in order to get paid. Mm. Everything in life is an exchange. It is. Right? right. So it's all an energy exchange. It's some kind of exchange. Mm -hmm. So for, you know, people that feel like, um... I don't want a man to, I don't want to owe nobody or I don't want to, that's single mom syndrome for real. You mm. were raised by a woman who was a single mom. She told you you're a strong woman. You don't need a man for nothing. Don't let a man take care of you because he'll leave you. Those are her experiences. Right. And I'm sorry for her. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry to that man. But I'm not about to be sorry. My mom was a single mom. I watched her struggle. I watched her take care of things. I watched, she still doing things that as a woman in her 60s should not be doing right. when you have a whole husband. Shout out to my mom. And sorry, dad, I'm not trying to play you, but it's just true. Right. Maybe mm -hmm. you need this truth. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's real. Like, he definitely, she inspired him to start moving and shaking, though. Now, he's started his own business. He does, you know, grass cutting and this and that. She leveled him up, mm -hmm. for real. Because my mom is a boss in every right. right. And so she elevated him. He's watching her winning and he's like, damn, I want that for myself. Mm -hmm. And if he didn't turn that on, it would create animosity in the relationship. Oh, for sure. It would make, she, now she got a queen complex because I got to take care of everything, make yep. all the decisions, do everything. Mm -hmm. And you just sitting back, working a little regular job, coming home and watching TV or whatever you do. Right. Nobody wants that. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be with somebody that's moving and shaking. It's crazy that you say that because I was raised by a single mother as well. And growing up, um, my dad passed away when I was very young. I was like three when my dad passed away. And... He left my mom a whole bunch of money so she was able to, because we were born in California, so we were able to, with that money, move back to Orange. Mm -hmm. She bought, like, a whole plot of land, built us this really big house. Like, I grew up really spoiled. Mm -hmm. She was able to put herself through school and provide for us. So it's mm -hmm. like, I grew up with a single mom, but my mom always told me, yeah, we living good, and because your dad made sure no matter what right. we were taken care of. Right. So it's crazy, because I do see that single mom syndrome you're yeah, talking about. Absolutely. But it has never been in me, because my mom always let me know like your dad made sure we yeah. were good like I always grew up with her telling stories about my dad mm -hmm. letting me know and I'm like yeah I want a man I want a man that's gonna be able to take care of me while he's here and if he's long gone mm -hmm. my family's still gonna be taken care of absolutely but I, I do see that a lot so many men being like oh well my mom had to she did this and she did that on her own and I always say that bitch was depressed yeah. She hated life. Yeah, she And I did. always feel like, what they got to do with me? Right. I, nobody to wants me. to You telling me what your mama went through? Okay, I don't want to have to go through I that. I don't want to yeah. go through if that. If you have somebody I that's okay with struggle that. love, right. you go find somebody that's okay with struggle and love. And to me, that's right. not admirable. It's like, not. Why do you want to see black women having to struggle and ride or die right. so bad? Aren't y'all tired of that story? I'm, I'm exhausted. Story. Yes. Destroyed from it. Yes. I'm right. And from my perspective, like, I grew up in a two-parent household, and all I ever seen was my dad provide so why wouldn't I want a man that can absolutely. do the same absolutely mm -hmm. and and that's where that mindset comes from right your previous experiences and mm -hmm. your parents previous experiences right what did she go through and you should have a mindset of like oh I want totally opposite of that not well this is how she taught me and this is what my mom taught me to do right well how was that for her how right. did that work out for her yep. was she happy was she fulfilled was she satisfied was she you know waking up whenever she wanted to and and moving how she mm -hmm. wanted to and mm -hmm. living the life she wanted to live or did you never see her because she was busting her ass working two three jobs True. and you know you you raised your own 
siblings because she was never around. And why would you sign up for that? Right. right. That's crazy. And we have the power to decide right now that like, okay, I've been living like this for a really long time. I'm done. I'm not struggle loving no more. I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not showing up to the table empty handed either. And I'm not going to go run off and get married to somebody to secure the bag. Cause that's really why women think that it's a flex. It is not a flex to get engaged and married in three to six months of you meeting somebody. Cause next year, that's a whole new nigga. Mm -hmm. A whole new person. Okay. It's a whole man next year. So for me, it's like, look, get married when you want to do your Mm -hmm. own thing, but it's not a flex because the divorce rate is up in over 50%. Okay. Period. Statistics show that marriage is up in over 50%. Why would you sign up for that? Why not make sure that when you get into a relationship with somebody, you're not looking for the end goal of like, we be so scared that I'm going to spend 10 years with this man and I ain't got no ring. And Mm -hmm. when he leaves, I'm going to be left with nothing. Girl, buy, build. Right. Build right now. Build starting today and next month and next year and the following year. Because again, by death or by dishonor, he's going to go. And when he does, what will you be left with? Are you going to be left with a capped income because he left you a little life insurance policy? Now you got to figure out how to, you know, spend a little here and a little sprinkled air and a little, I can't get myself the things that I used to be able to have because now I'm living off this fixed income. Mm -hmm. Or are you going to build yourself that salon and have other people do the work so you can sit back and collect the coins? Are you going to build that hair company? Are you going to build that whatever, right? right? That that home-based business. Are you going to build it while you're with him so that when he's gone, because he will leave, mm-hmm. you are left with something? Mm. That's why we're like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to run off and get married. You ain't married me in a year. I'm just a substitute. I'm just a, a, a Passover chick. I'm not the woman that you really want to be with. I'm not the because you didn't get married in a year. No. What have you done in that year? Right. What have you done to make him want to keep you long term? Mm. What have you put together that makes sure you got something yeah. once he leaves? And but I'm, what I'm, if sometimes they are the Passover chick, though? I mean, Build. Because even if you the Passover chick, you could pass by me all you want. Just, <laughs> you going to leave me with leave me with no I'm, yeah. I'm leaving here with something. I'm, I'm leaving here with something. Yeah, so. Right now. I'm leaving That's here with something. philosophy. To but have. I do want to say, too, because I like the fact that you touched on, like, loving somebody and loving your partner and bringing all that to the table as well. Because I do feel like a lot of times women are even dating men just because they have money. And they're getting all these things. But like I said... Do what y'all want, but I am a big lover too. You know, like I need all of the elements. I need somebody. We who's know, girl. Fishing. We be listening. To I you. need somebody who has the money, <laughs> the but love I, I need that love and affection. Like I've had men who have all the money and to, can buy me anything in the world, but it's like that passion wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I need that passion. Mm-hmm. I need it all the time. So it's like. I think it's important that people know that your message does come with love as well. Because like I said, Absolutely. when I first looked at your page, I was like, girl, what's she telling, trying to tell the girl? <laughs> but now it's like getting into it. It's like, yes, yeah. because you said, like, I've never been able to really define love for myself. Mm-hmm. But for people who can define it for themselves, mm-hmm. love can be measurable to some people. It mm-hmm. has to be yeah. measurable. Mm-hmm. If it's not, you're not in love. You're in like. Right. You're in lust. Mm-hmm. You're not in love. Because love is a measurable thing. Mm-hmm. I love you because you yeah. this. Yep. I love you because you provide that. Yep. I love you because you don't just love people. Just because. Just yeah. because. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't I give a damn agree. about most people. Right. You might, you know, 
see somebody that needs a little help and you care, but you don't care because you love them. You right. care because you're genuinely a good person mm-hmm. and, and you operate in that space. Mm-hmm. But you don't love them, so you do it for them. Like, there's plenty of people we deal with in the day-to-day. We don't love them. That's right. true. If they died tomorrow, you wouldn't shed a tear. You'd be like, damn. That's fucked That's up. That's fucked up. Damn. They hurt the city with that one. Man, I just seen him yesterday. <laughs> Okay, Her so city is wild. Man, I know that's what they be saying, right? You fucked up the city with this one. That's what they yeah, say. Yeah, they, they do be saying. They fucked up the city. And with three that people one, know that man. <laughs> there is twelve people at the front. Damn, Leroy <laughs> fucked up the city, man. Leroy and Leroy getting cremated because he had no coins. He getting cremated. You ain't oh, seeing him in his afterlife in a box, dusty too. <laughs> Not the pine box. Dusty no when you leave. No dusty on. when you leave. Damn. No headstone. No nothing. Nothing. They said to dusty nothing. shall return. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> move on. So we do agree uh-huh. about the bedroom thing, though. Rich men be taking shit too far in the bedroom. Sometimes. I think sometimes absolutely they yeah. be taking shit too far. Who about to do that? I'm not gonna What's lie. The, the wildest first... thing that a rich man asks you to do in the bedroom. Feel him. Oh, that's not sexy. Yeah, I wouldn't. Want I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I like, might be turned on though. I'm not gonna hold you. you I like a little power. On? I like a little power exchange. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean. I, I don't mind a little power exchange. I, I think don't mind me older. I tried some strange things with my man. He was like, "Bitch, you better not. <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead and try. You go ahead and try. You be on the first thing chugging." And I was like, "But okay. I will say this: sometimes right, they fine. they introduce you to things you like because I'm this not gonna true. lie. The like, first time, you sure? <laughs> I did a little right. butt play. You sure about that? I'm yeah. Just the first time I had a little like butt play, like anal play, was with like a rich guy, and I had yeah. never done nothing like that before. Mm-hmm. But I ended up liking like it. A man with money loves sticking stuff in your butt. I don't know what it is. And vice versa. And sometimes I don't know they what... like a little something. <laughs> Look, that's the one thing. Look, I be I be testing just to see because I feel like mm-hmm. if you let me do stuff to your butt. You let other people do stuff to you. I know. Yeah. So I be testing every once in a while. He, like, he, he in the studio like, oh my gosh, she's telling all this. <laughs> yeah, because I be testing. I'm like, you sure? Just a little. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie. The first absolutely time. Not. Absolutely not. The guy, the four and a half years like is still thing. a hell no. Yeah, he don't he play like, that shit. He yeah. let me do a lot of shit. But he be like, when he comes to the booty, yeah. he be like, ah, no, 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 no. It's stopping the middle of everything. Yeah. He be like, why you playing? Yeah. Doing too much. My man now do not, do not play. But the first time, like I said, I was like, Doing that stuff mm-hmm. and like had tried it, he was so into it. But like looking back on it, it was like obviously he is. I wouldn't be like if something came out that he was like into some kinky, kinky ass shit. Mm-hmm. You like a story came out, I would not be shot. Yeah, because he's in the industry. You know, he's mm-hmm. made a lot of money. He's be he be around them people. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I just would not be shot. Yeah, you know, but. Anyways, moving on from that's a story from you freaky ass niggas. <laughs> you freaky ass niggas. <laughs> Y'all niggas is some freaks. So now no. it's time Yo. to get into the bow. Hey, the bow, bow, the bow, 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 bow. 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 We vibing today. I'm having a good time. I'm here time. for it. I'm here for it. Okay, so the bop of the week is whatever music that you've been listening to this week. And um, y'all know I'm an R&B girl. If you haven't, make sure y'all get, because it's Valentine's Day. So y'all know I dropped my late night playlist. So it's going to be in the bio. Y'all listen, this is going to be the vibe. After you went on your Valentine's Day date. 
Play this little playlist, y'all. It's going to set the mood. But anyways, I have a new bop of the week. It's called To The Moon by a group called Smile High. I don't know if it's a group or just one person, but I love the fact, like, I'm a Spotify girl. Mm-hmm. And my Spotify just really knows me. And I feel like that's how I just be coming up on such good music. Like, I love new R&B. I feel like R&B is not dead. And I just have the most random, good-ass music pop up on my Spotify. I love Spotify. I'm just like a Spotify girl. So, Spotify, shout out to y'all. Yeah, and cut the check. Yes, we that's what y'all need to do. Now. For real, for real. Because I done made a lot of playlists. Okay. No Spotify, run that back. Yeah, yeah, so it's called To The Moon by Smile High. Super dope R&B track. You'll like it if you're an R&B girly. What you name, Andrea? Girl, so 21 Savage came out with an album. And I love Brent Fayez. So I love the song with 21 Savage and Brent Fayez. It's called Shoulda Wore a Bunny. Mm. Mm. That's my song. It's real good. Okay, okay. It's real I can't good. even step into this conversation because this is why I feel like I be old because the R&B I listen to is from the day. Really? Oh, from back in the day, but little like pentagram. I like a little, maybe not that far. Oh, I'm about to say, <laughs> one twelve. Yeah. Okay. Give yeah. me a little, a little one, 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 one little black three. Give me a little black. Okay, but I feel you though. I've been still listening we to this. We love that. Give me crazy. There's a meeting in yes. my bedroom. Bedroom, bedroom, bedroom. What? That's a now. It's crazy though because I think. Dre, you like the '90s R&B. I love '90s. I love R&B. '90s R&B, but I feel like. I know your nigga does this too. Wait. My man loves old school R&B. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that is all he listens to. Like, yeah. But I love that. And one thing I will say that I have learned too, I connect with a lot of high-value men with music, yeah. creative stuff. Okay. They love that. When you can get yeah. in that bag, that deep in that music yeah, bag yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to get them every time. No, you never uh-huh. lie. You never lie. I'm well, saying- my man is a white Russian Jew, so <laughs> we, we we listen to some different things in my house. Don't leave the Elton John. Look. We can get in our Elton John uh, bag, listen, too, girl. Listen, he, he, he got us listening to, like, so honestly, he put me on to some Russian music. I don't know what the hell they're talking about, but it's, it sound good. It's okay. Good. It's that they could be talking trash about whatever. I don't even know, but it sound good. But but he does have a good music taste. Like he'll listen to a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. But what shocked me was this man talk about put on some Tunchi, some Lil Wayne. Okay, <laughs> Universal. Excuse me, sir. What? Everybody like, loves. He will Lil put Wayne. on. He will put on the Black Album from Jay Z <laughs> or whatever, and be and bump it for real. Yeah. Be in the car like a whole. Like he got. Yeah, he a vibe. I'll say that too. I'll say like hip hop. But we don't have sex to music though, but we need we're gonna start now. Really? I should. You just said my man in the bedroom and what he listens to in R and B and I'm like We be in the bedroom listening to each other breathe. Oh, that yeah, we got a little playlist. Yeah, now that I think about it. Yes, mm-hmm. I love yeah. having sex to music. You send me that playlist, girl. I got you, girl. Yeah. It's real romantic. Give me something tonight. We get in late, too. We fly in late. It's, yes. Yeah. I, I feel like you got to have two music. different playlists. You got to have, like, a, you know, sexy like R&B, bon, bon, and then you got to have, like, a trap playlist. Yeah. Okay. You, you like... You like fucking a trap. Sometimes when I when I'm trying to fuck. No, yeah. for real. You know, you like 21, 21. Yeah. <laughs> when you like on them nights you like drunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to make a little love. Sometimes you know you want to get pound. You, you want to go to pound town. You know what? I, not pound town. Please tell me about <laughs> that. Pound town. Oh my lord. 
fixing Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, I feel I'm a, like I said, I'm a, I love the passion. So I love to play a little tune. Mm-hmm. And, you know, have my little lingerie yeah. on, all that stuff. Cause I'm a person like I, I sleep in the nude. I sleep Me naked. Me too. But yeah. I'm so big on like I love just feeling sexy and being sexy for my man. So it's like I always like go to bed and like my little matching stuff or like a cute little set. Mm-hmm. I really gotta step my lingerie game up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have I really good. do. I really I do too. I, I gotta step my lingerie game up. Even when I buy it, I got Fenty stuff with the tags on it, still ain't put it on. Cause I by the time I get to the bedroom, it's like we here now. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. I will say a lot of that. You gonna get this Dr. Teal sleep spray. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm putting on. Dr. Teal. I will say spray. now, mostly I do be walking around naked. Cause it's like that's how it is, but when I do, I do try to make. Do you feel like that makes it less exciting for a man when you already just be walking around how you walking around? You know, my do you feel like a little bit of something and a little, you know, get a little to the imagination. I think that it just depends on your man. Too. Yeah, different men like different. Cause I used to like this guy that I used to that he loved me in lingerie. Like mm-hmm. that's why my lingerie collection is so extensive. Cause I he used to love seeing me dress up. My man now he like he cannot get enough for my body. He yeah. loves seeing, like, it, every time he see me, it's like the first time he see me naked. Aww. So, that's why I be like, okay, I'll walk around naked because that's what he likes. Okay. So, you know, I'll throw on a little something cute if I want to. Right. Just, I like to feel sexy because yeah, lingerie yeah. does make us feel sexy. Oh, it, it absolutely does. Yeah. But I be walking around naked because that's what he likes. So, I be naked. No, that's yeah. right. My man, Haiti, he be like, you need to wear lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> I, too much. I seen this skin already. Yeah, he, <laughs> He be, don't get me like he be excited when I'm naked too, but he be like I don't know. It just turned him on for me to like get undressed. That's that imagination thing mm-hmm. I was talking about. Like it just adds a little a little something, a little yeah. Because yeah. like I said, I be feeling sexy in the line. I do too. Yeah. He be like I do too. every time if I get in the bed with clothes on, he be like, why you got that on? You know what I do need to focus on though is getting out of the bedroom after four and a oh, half yeah. years. Oh yeah. You know, you tend to like get in the bed, and yep. that's when the horny hits you. Mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. to, I need to. Fo- we used to, um, you know, in the kit, like, don't eat off my countertop. Oh, I know that's <laughs> right. You, you never know what you're gonna. Yes. get. Yeah, know what you. And might now buy. I got a brand new kitchen, so we are gonna have to break that thing yes, out. Yes, you have yeah, to. Yeah, he just built me a brand new kitchen, girl. To. Floor to ceiling, custom everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm about like, to. Go everything. I'm telling you, have to. I feel yeah, like I I having do. sex outside of the bedroom, like that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. In the bathroom. In Go the to kitchen. the guest room. Ain't that where juice belong anyway? I'm telling in the you. Kitchen. Drink it in the kitchen. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good time. They got disinfecting wise. What? Go ahead. Little lifestyle ain't hurt nobody. Right. 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 So now it's time to get into our favorite segment of the show, which is Pour Your Heart Out. So you know if you have any questions, you can always send them to askpoorminds at gmail.com. That's A S K P O U R M I N D S at gmail.com. All right, what we got today? Thanks, Dad. Thank you, Dad. Period. All right, let's see. Question number one. I'm a 28-year-old female who has been struggling to get someone. My friends tell me that I'm too picky, but I believe I can't settle for just what's available just because I need to be in a relationship. I tend to overthink a lot, which messes me up a lot because it seems like I'm stuck in this situation and I won't find someone. I recently found someone who was a year younger than me. P.S. That's the first person who's younger than me that I've ever been with. We got a good thing going on, but he broke things off after two months because he's going through some things in his life and he left like he's dragging me down with it. 
It messed me up because I lowered my expectations and ended up being broken, which I didn't see coming by. It's almost a month since it happened, but I'm still hurting and I can't seem to move on. Mm-hmm. Kindly help. Regards. Wanjiku Stella. Well, I'll say this. Your first mistake was lowering your standards. You never get anything good out of lowering your standards. Ever. I agree. Ever. Like, I can think of one specific situation where I was like, okay, it's better to talk to him than talk to nobody. And it was just horrible. I didn't get my heart broken. I'm like, what am I doing? Wasting time. You're wasting your time for what? And I think that was a good point that you made um, earlier. We need to be, stop being afraid of being lonely. When you're by yourself, you learn so much about yourself and you can really, really grow. I don't know why people are scared to grow and be in uncomfortable zones because that's when you're going to find a person. Mm -hmm. Like when you're not looking and you're working on yourself, that's when that person going to come along and you're going to be like, oh my God, where did this come from? Yeah. That's what I meant by proximity. Mm -hmm. Like when we're focused on something, the universe just shows up and delivers. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have as keen of a listening ear as we think. We listen to, to these girls. Like, I manifested this. I manifested this. Faith without work is dead. You can Facts. manifest till the cows come home, honey. But if you're not putting in the work and making it happen, Agreed. you're not going to manifest it. So if you're not getting outside and you just want to meet a man, you're going to mm-hmm. meet him wherever you go. Yeah. And if you go to some, you know, raggedy places, you're going to meet a raggedy person. Mm-hmm. And you also are what you attract. So the fact that, you know, she said, I feel like I'm never going to find somebody. I feel like this. I feel like that. Those things tend to devalue you inside your mental, Mm -hmm. which exudes in your energy. And so it's not that you lowered your standard or that your standard was too high. It's about the fact that you got to be operating in excellence in order to attract that excellence. Like, right. I'm pretty sure if we asked her a question and slid in her DM, mm-hmm. I'm sure she got some things going on in her life, too. Mm-hmm. Some things that got her, you know, a little beside herself and right. not quite on the track that she wants to be. Mm-hmm. She may have some goals that she hasn't accomplished yet. And so, for one, thank you for sharing the question because it opens up our eyes to, you know, the possibilities of what happens when. Mm-hmm. And my my advice would be to... Focus on something that brings you joy Mm -hmm. so that the person that you meet in your life can only add to that. You'll be able to see those red flags from the red. Right. Right. And I'll say it seems like when she got out of the situation, she was able to look back and be like, oh, I lowered my standard Mm -hmm. or whatever the case was. But I bet in that moment, whenever you met him, you didn't feel like you were lowering your standards because you were receiving what you thought you deserved at that mm-hmm. moment. Right. And girl, you only hurt because you horny. Right. Just, just love on you. Mm-hmm. Take you to the spa. Take buy you some flowers. Ship them like you ain't know who they came from. Mm-hmm. And I just say, if you picky, stay picky. You know what you want, mm-hmm. and don't settle. And I feel don't like settle. when I started taking better care of myself, that's when it's like I, ha- I now I have somebody who like takes like when I say okay, if I if he's not doing something I like is received and it's done. Yeah. Right. And so it's like when you take care of yourself and somebody sees that they want to take care of you. Absolutely. And I noticed that in myself when I start slipping and I start, you know, like we talked earlier about like the BBL blow up, Mm -hmm. right? Like after the BBL blow up, if you don't do right by yourself. Right. That's, that's exactly where I was for the last like six months. And it changed the way I felt about myself and it changed my outward energy. Right. It changed how I treated my man. It changed mm-hmm. how I treated myself, my friendships, my relationships were all impacted because I wasn't taking care of her yep. and continuing to become her. And so once I got comfortable, everything started to kind of 
stagnate around me. Mm-hmm. And and now that I'm, you know, moving into this realm of like, okay, elevate, elevate, elevate again. Let's get into it. Then the opportunities pop up. Yep. The shows pop up. The collabs pop up. Mm-hmm. The, the different things in my life that I am excited by, mm-hmm. they pop up. And mm-hmm. it just changes how I exude my energy. Like, if y'all had me on a show six months ago, I would not be a good time. Right. Because I was not in this space of like, I am growing. It's not about being happy because growth hurts. Right. Right. It's more about like, am I in motion? Am I doing the things that get me to the end goal that align me with excellence? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you want a good man of affluence, you got to be aligned with excellence. I agree. Period, girl. A word. Work on yourself. All yeah. right. Yeah. And get you a rose. <laughs> yes. We do. We do so need to work. You another broke yes. boy. Because we dusty. start. We get digmatized. We do. So we need to lean on vibrators again when you want to call that man. Okay. <laughs> Pull it out. Yeah. Sit on that thing, mm-hmm. girl. Play with it in the car. Do something next. Like- Something exciting. Playing in the car is crazy. Don't give her no ideas. Listen, no. I've been there, done it. What? <laughs> I used to keep it in the little joint in between the things. That's what I did. The little rose. Yeah. Hey. I make sure I have some stretchy pants on that day. Not stretchy yeah. pants. Yeah, it takes me two eggs. Easy access. I am Most weak. crashing, crashing cars and shit. Sometimes you need a midday pick me up. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right. Put me down. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Question number two. Hi, ladies. Just wanted to start by saying I really love y'all. I've been a supporter since Wind Down Wednesdays, and I'm proud of the growth. Y'all really got me through my breakup of 15 years by watching the pod. Wow. It uplifted me and rebuilt my confidence. So thank you for being bad bitches, but also real women of substance. Now, on to my question. Have you ever, have you ever had to let a nigga go for being too well endowed? Dick just too big. Like, oh my gosh. Obviously, I'm dating now, and I really like this guy, but IDK, if I can take the dick. I'm trying to toughen up and be a G about it, but I don't know. What would you do if you were in this situation? And if I do decide to keep it going, do you have any tips for positions when you're dealing with a real BDB? Love y'all. I don't know. I feel like I would have to let that go. I'm not okay. So this I would is have what, to let that go. I was talking to my friend about this the other day, and I said, you know, when you've been having sex with one person for a really long time, and then y'all break up, and then you start dating someone else, your body needs an adjustment period to get used mm-hmm. to new dick. That's true. Like you, dicks are all different sizes now. Yep. Somebody may like if you go from having sex with somebody with a really big dick, then you go to have sex with somebody with like an average size dick. You might think that dick is small, mm-hmm. but once you start fucking him for a while, you're like, oh shit, his dick is not small. Your body just had. And you be telling your friends like, girl, he be he be hitting the spot. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> he, he not so... that big, but yeah, but, he but then you don't want to like, move. Okay, I like I, your, your body has to adjust. So if you like, if it's just sex, like y'all are just fucking and you're not enjoying it, of course, stop having sex. Yeah. But if it's somebody that you like, you have to, women, we got to give ourselves an adjustment period. Because I've been through that before. Like, and I was like, oh my God, this is so painful for me. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's like my body adjusted. I got used to it. And I started taking that dick, girl. But I don't know. I feel like some people got like... a six-month readjustment period after. <laughs> right. And well, I was ready. A six-month... But I always say this. Like, when I'm dating somebody, I like to have sex. I'm a very sexual person. I be having a lot okay. of sex. So... Uh, y'all got to do it a lot. I don't think there's necessarily a position, but I will say make sure he's not ramming you. Yeah. And, you know, make sure you... And you know lose. what? That could be a part of the problem is yes. that he's not taking care of her body yes. to allow her to open up to those levels. Right. Yep. And you might just got the good old snitchy snatchy. You know what I yep. mean? That's what I was going to say. You might have a red snapper. Yeah. He but, might got a little shallow pussy. But, but it, I mean, it's also just like men, they get 
overly excited and it shows. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when we get overly excited, it open things open up. Yeah, you know, know that's and true. so make sure that he's taking the time with you to nurture your body the way you mm-hmm. need it. Mm-hmm. That way, when the time comes, now you might be dealing with a eight foot, seven foot. <laughs> you, but, but, but if it ain't that, because sometimes big is too big, right? Yeah, like, sometimes, sometimes big is big. big. It's just yeah. big. So I don't know how big And that's talk. probably why his ass single now. He right. can't keep a woman that want to mm-hmm. drive through her spirit every that's time. That's what I'm saying. Cause I don't like, I don't want nothing that's feeling like it's up in my throat now. Yeah. But I will say like, any tips is like, you have to relax. Like, I think if you're going into it knowing like he got a big dick and you already tensed Tense, up, yeah. you not wet down there, it's not going to be enjoyable because you already know this nigga got a big dick and I'm not about to enjoy this. It's like, no, maybe take some more time on the floor, play, and relax. Yeah. Y'all She's need to sitting at time. home right now and she like, they don't understand. Yeah. That, I know she's like, she like yeah. bottle service every time. <laughs> I'm not like, bottle service. You talking about like that with the dick. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. loose. <laughs> So I would say let's it's try it's to let a, your body. And this go. is not a celebration. Uh-huh. It is not. I'm crying. I feel like it's a funeral yeah. every time. Yeah, I I would say try to adjust, but if it's too big and you're just not enjoying it, you'll probably have to move on. Yeah, yeah. just let it go, see. Yeah, because yeah. I ain't taking no big old horse thing. Mm. I can't yeah. do it. I don't need let no mendingo. Yeah. So and there's some girls out there with a they wide love that. vagina that love yeah, it. Yeah, they mm-hmm. like yeah. They waiting on them. They like who's my kidney, baby. Mm-hmm. I don't like Not that. me. I want my kidneys. Me too. Yeah. I, I don't need like, all my some insides girls like that, that to be in place. I don't that like. doesn't even sound good. Mm-mm. Pass. I'll pass. Mm-mm. One oh. out of ten. Do not recommend. Good luck to my girl. Okay, do we have a voicemail today for the shot line? No voicemail. No voicemail. Y'all make sure y'all call in and uh if y'all wanna you know, get things off of your chest. Make sure y'all leave us a voicemail. The number is at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And uh, let us know where they can find you, how they can sign up for yes. your courses and all that good yes, stuff. Absolutely. So you can find me at Sweet 2, number 2, Elite. S-W-E-E-T 2, Elite on all platforms. Everywhere you look, I'm there. Um, and if you're interested in working with me, you can slide in a DM with put me in coach. I am not a cheap coach and I am not Jesus. You will take this collection plate before I save you. <laughs> so, so, but I do have some things that, you know, if you're not ready to really jump out the window, you can start working for $20. You know what I mean? You don't have to, you don't have to pour in completely, but the more you invest in yourself, the more you'll find that men are willing to invest in you. So if you're finding that men aren't really providing for you or giving to you or pouring into you is likely because you're not pouring in and investing in yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it is is it's very, very important that you find a community, a coach, just like y'all watch the show because it resonates with you and you grow and you learn and we kiki a lot. <laughs> but through the kiki cackle is growth, right? And so we find new perspectives and things that challenge us and change us. And I encourage you to continue to do that. Find a community. If it's not mine, that's okay. Just find one. Because when you do, it will 10x your growth so fast. I mean, we pay for everything, for knowledge, from anywhere. We went to school, educated ourselves. You know, you, you don't change your own tire. You go to the mechanic for an oil change. You, you pay somebody to teach you these things. Mm-hmm. I am that teacher. I am that guru that's going to get you to where you want to go in a short period of time. Houses, cars, businesses. Like, my students, you should see the testimonials on my page, baby. They, oh, I see. Oh, yeah, that's not. why you thought we was doing something strange for some change. You said, yeah. No, my, my students have a come up. It's a yes. total lifestyle transformation mm-hmm. because they don't understand and realize that this perspective 
This this sweet to elite, that's where I came from. Okay. You know, we went from sugar to, you know, real setup. Real setup. Real the real off like. Yeah. Cause you sugar babies, y'all ain't getting that sugar for real. Y'all yeah. not getting the sugar. Yeah. No, the splendor is serious. Okay. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> and for well, before we ended, we have a little gift for you. We wanted oh. to give you some LS. Oh, we love yes. this. We love this liquor. It's a cream-based liquor, and it's really, really good. So, you know, you can put it in your coffee. You can make you some little boozy dessert. I love me some cream. you can cream. take you a little shot of it. Mm-hmm. So, it's like a little Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. You know, you and, you and Buki can get a little drunk. Yeah. 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 I'm here so for much. it. Thank y'all. I love me a little gift. You know, that's my love language now. I'll be back next week. <laughs> Well, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, and before we go real quick, what are y'all's Valentine's Day plans? I'm going on a little date. You going on a little date or whatever? I mean, I'm definitely going to do a little date. But I don't know yet. You didn't plan anything yet. Yeah, I don't really know yet. I'm hoping that my man plan something. I'm really going to try to hit the airline for real. Really? Somewhere warm. Going on a little trip. Yeah, it is. I'm going to be in Houston with my friend, taking care of my friend because she's going through something. But... We we trying to figure it out. We, I'm gonna have to do Valentine's Day after Valentine's. So when we you go know what? out, find you one of them little pop up Valentine's um um restaurant flip turnover I event know. things. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. try, you know, get you a boomerang. I know. Boomerang. I mean, love me, y'all. Ain't, ain't nobody gonna know. Ain't get you a little boomerang, girl. <laughs> so yeah, we figured it out. But happy Valentine's Day, yes. y'all. Happy, happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day, y'all. Day. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Ciao for now. This is Valentine's Day, and we're going to show y'all how to love and make sweet, sweet love. Y'all ready, ladies? Yeah, ready. Just rock with us like this real quick. Mm. I used to think that I wasn't fine enough, and I used to think that I wasn't wild enough. But I won't waste my time trying to figure out why you playing games, what's this all about? And I can't believe you're hurting me. I met your girl, what a difference. What you see, yeah, you ain't seen in me. But I guess it was all just make-believe. Oh, love, never knew what. I'm fine.
God, bitch. Yeah. She got some lungs she got on some her. Lungs. Yeah, she wins. Shit. Yeah.